0: This is Episode 4. If you do this, your massage business will fail. Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast, where we show you strategies to successfully market and promote your massage business. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Well, it's no secret that a large number of of massage businesses fail in their first year and some struggle through and they may not get to four or five years until they finally find the effort too much and they go and find other employment. And as I've shared my own story, I was seriously considering walking away from massage myself. I was just sick and tired of the struggle of the uncertainty of the roller coaster ride that I was experiencing working out of this particular clinic. I had had a lot of exposure to training in the workplace and in workshops, and even in the classroom. I did teach massage in the classroom, and this was something that I was looking at going into more. I was looking at writing books and creating online training courses, and I thought to myself, you know, it's no good me preparing all this information if nobody knows that it exists. I'm going to have to learn how to market myself. And so I spent a lot of money, and I started learning marketing. And as I discovered while going through this marketing training, my attitude towards my business and my clients and everything changed. And all of a sudden, there was this turnaround where I more than doubled my business in 60 days. And that's very, very doable when things change and you start doing things the right way. So when I say, if you do this, your massage business will fail. What I'm saying is that if you do what everybody else is doing, then if you succeed, it's going to be more by good luck than good management, because historically, massage therapists have never been taught how to be good marketers. So what the majority of people do is they graduate, they go out, they find a room, and they put up a sign saying massage, and they hope for the best. It's basically, build it and they will come make myself available, and the clients will start coming through the door. Now, regardless of how qualified you are, how good you are, what your reputation is within the business, that means nothing if the people that count don't know you exist. That means nothing if the people that count don't know what you can do for them. And who are the people that count? Well, your prospective clients, of course. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about the shifts that you should take in your approach to setting up your business and your marketing to improve your chances of success, to connect with your prospective clients and to get them coming through the door. So hang around. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you that you can pick up my free report, The 5 Marketing Mistakes That Could Be Killing Your Massage Business. And if you want that report, you can just go to makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash massage marketing mistakes. That's make money with massage.com forward slash massage marketing mistakes. I'm also giving away complimentary 20 minute coaching sessions. Now these are no obligation, no strings attached. I am not going to try to sell you anything. These are purely to help you get over some of your marketing hurdles. So we just get on a Skype call and we just discuss your Business setup and where you are struggling to get clients, and hopefully just get you moving in the right direction. Now, if you would like to have a 20 minute Skype call with me, just go to makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash coaching. That's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash coaching and book your spot today. Now, I want to be presenting the information that you want to know about. I want to be answering the questions that you have because, after all, it is all about you and your massage business. So if you have a question, if you want to know more about a specific topic about building your massage business, please feel free to email me on tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. That's tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. Okay, so let's get into what we must change if we're going to connect with our clients and have them coming into our clinics on a regular basis. Now, as I mentioned at the top of the show, even if you've got a fantastic reputation within the industry, that means nothing if your prospective clients don't know what you can offer them, don't know the results that your services can bring. For example, when I was working in elite sport, I was working with this very, very talented physiotherapist. Now, this physiotherapist was regarded within the industry as probably the best physiotherapist when it came to shoulders and shoulder injuries. He, in fact, worked with the Australian swim team for a number of years and was the physiotherapist for the Commonwealth Games and Olympic team. So he worked at the top level in that sport and a brilliant, brilliant physiotherapist. But his practice was a ghost town. And I said to somebody one day, I said, it's, it's amazing, like this guy is an absolutely phenomenal physiotherapist, but there's never anybody in his clinic. And the person I spoke to said, well, you know, Tim, just because... He's a great physiotherapist, doesn't make him a great marketer. And I followed that comment away at that time. And it sat in the back of my mind for quite some time until I got another kick in the pants a few years later when somebody said to me that I was a lousy businessman and my lot in life was just to work for other people. There were were those who who would succeed in business and be entrepreneurs and there'd be those who would just be working for other people and it was my lot in life to work for other people. That was the second kick in the butt that really got me motivated to become a marketer. So before we can even start to talk about how you are going to market your business, what is going to be in your advertisements, what you should put on your signage, what you should put on your business cards, you need to identify who your ideal client is. Because all your marketing material will be targeted to speak directly To that client. I just want you to consider this. There was a study performed where they put a hundred people in a room and they asked them to write down what the word finance meant to them. The word finance. And when they looked at the results, there was very little overlap. The word finance meant something different to everybody in the room. It's a very abstract term. Then they got 100 accountants in the room and they asked the same question, what does the word finance mean to you? And while there was more overlap, it was still pretty diverse in the results. The word finance still meant something different to each of those accountants. And the same can be said for massage. What does massage mean to you? Now if I ask you that, I can assure you what massage means to you is totally different to what massage means to me. And if we put a hundred people into a room and ask them, what does the word massage mean to you? We would get a very diverse range of results. So simply putting up a sign saying massage is not really talking to anybody. The problem is that when you keep your message broad, so as you, if you're trying to appeal to more people, you actually appeal to less people because You are not being specific in your message. You are not tailoring your message down and saying, this is what I can do for you if you have this problem. And this is why we've got to move away from the classic way that massage therapists promote their business and become more targeted and more personalized in our approach. So what you need to do is you need to establish what needs, what client needs aren't being met or aren't being met well in the area of your practice. So instead of just going into the local suburb in the main street or wherever, hiring a room, putting up your massage sign and hoping for the best, do a bit of research and see if you can identify if there are a group of people with a specific problem in your area who need a specific treatment, who need a specific outcome, and look at targeting that. Become a specialist. Let's have a look at some ideas here. What about manual lymphatic drainage? This is a really, really broad area because with that particular technique, you could be targeting women who've had mastectomies who need manual lymphatic drainage because they may have well have lost some nodes under the armpits and they need to have it moved across to drain on the other side. You could have people who've been in accidents who have had damage to their lymphatic systems and need to have the lymph manually moved from one place to another. And what about the people who've had cosmetic surgery? They often need lymphatic drainage post-surgery just to make sure that things sort of go back to the right shape when all the swelling goes. So that one technique can open up a whole range of different specialised areas. And what about headaches? How many people in this world suffer from headaches? If you can reduce or remove headaches, well, that is something that is going to be in high demand. Injuries and injury management, pain, mobility, cancer like specialized oncology massage, infant massage, pregnancy massage, stress relief, like there are so many subcategories of massage, and instead of just listing all of these on a card or on a brochure and just giving, just bamboozling people with so much information, what you should be doing is you should be zeroing in and targeting in on that specific subgroup, and becoming a specialist, becoming an authority in that area, and when you do that, finding clients becomes so much easier. Because you've got a very specific client in mind that you are tailoring your treatment to. And that lets you really become specific in your marketing and also when you're talking to your network of professionals. For example, think about this. You go to the local doctor and you say, I'm a massage therapist. So if you know anybody has got a bit of back pain or they've got a bit of this or a bit of that or a bit of this, no, I can help them, just send them my way. All right. How many patients do you think that doctor is going to refer on to? You haven't been really clear and specific in your description of the services that you offer. And doctors need things to be black and white, okay? But if you went into that doctor and said, I am a remedial massage therapist and I specialize in low back pain and mobility so if anybody comes in and they are suffering from pain in lower back stiffness they have trouble bending forward send them my way and that's going to be far more effective because now you have identified and explained your ideal client to that doctor and the doctor knows that when a patient comes in who's complaining of a stiff sore low back he'll go yeah well actually i was just talking to somebody the other day who may be able to help you And this is the importance of identifying your ideal client. Now, as I said in a previous episode, just because you choose to specialize in a particular area doesn't mean that you can't treat other issues as they present in your clinic. But it does make your marketing much more effective. The other thing I want to mention briefly here is as you establish yourself as an authority or as an expert in a particular area, you can then scale your business because let's face it, there are only so many people you can see in a day and there's really only so many treatments you can perform in a week before it starts to take a toll on you and your body. Now, you can expand your business by hiring other people and taking a cut of what they do, but still, that is still limited because you're still limited to how many people you can attract to your clinic in a particular week. When I'm talking about scaling, I'm talking about taking your knowledge and your authority and putting that into training programs either for clients or for other therapists. So you could set up a training evening, a weekend workshop, a webinar, or even an online course on the topic that you are specialized in, whether that be showing people how they can self-manage headaches, showing mothers how they can massage their babies, showing people how to strengthen their lower back or their core to reduce the amount of back pain. So you can take your knowledge and you can prepare educational materials and then bring in some more income that way. But we'll go into scaling your business and more specific and in-depth marketing ideas in my upcoming Massage Marketing Mastery course. So once you identify the need and your ideal client, the next thing is just to make sure that you have all the skill sets required to become a specialist in that area and you may find that you may need to go and do a couple more courses or whatever else just to really hone in and really specialise and have some very exclusive skills to offer to your clients. Because if you are going to promote yourself as a specialist, you really have to ensure that you are offering tangible results. You've got to make sure that the client is going to walk away, maybe not after the first treatment, because as we know, sometimes it can take a number of treatments because what happens over time can only be taken away over time in a lot of cases. And this is something obviously you've got to explain to your client as well. So their expectations are in line with what you can provide. But you must always make sure that in the majority of cases, you can deliver what you are promising. Now, as somebody promoting themselves as a specialist in particular area, all your marketing must be focused on the benefits that your treatments will provide the client, not what you do and how you do it. And when I'm talking about all your marketing, I'm talking about what you print on your business cards, what you print in, on your business signage, what you put in your brochures. You know, it's not enough to just put Mary Jones, remedial massage therapist, Bob Smith, reflexologist. That's not enough because it's not telling the client what you do. You've got to focus on the benefit, on the result that you're going to give that client. What is that client going to walk away with after one, two, three, five treatments? Who knows how long it's going to take? But what is that client ultimately going to walk away with? Are they going to be able to move better? Are they going to get back to doing the things they love, back to playing golf? Who knows? But that is what you're going to focus on. You've got to state the benefit. Of your treatments clearly in everyday language, not in massage therapists speak, but in clear everyday language that anybody off the street who, who hasn't even had a massage before can understand. And you're going to write your messages, you're going to write your marketing content in a voice as if you were speaking face-to-face with somebody. You're going to be conversational in your marketing You're going to make it clear, and there can be no ambiguity or misunderstanding. What you must always understand is that it is about the client. It's not about you. And in fact, if you talk about yourself too much, you can actually harm your business. You can actually lose business. And I think this is what I've done myself in the past, is that when I've promoted myself, I've spoken about my background in elite sport because I thought if I tell them about all the work that I've done with elite athletes, it's going to give them the confidence so saying, well, if he's good enough to work with elite athletes, he's good enough to work on me. But I believe that in taking that approach, it has actually hurt my business because a lot of people have said to me, yeah, well, I'm not a footballer or I'm not a golfer or I'm not an elite athlete. So for the small amount of clients who sort of get a a buzz or a kick out of coming to somebody who may have worked with one of their sporting heroes, I think on a broader scale, it can be quite damaging. So it's not about you. You can, you can introduce like if, if obviously when you're talking to your clients and they ask you questions about what you've done, who you've worked with, everything else, that's fine, but that should never really be part of your main marketing material. When you are marketing to your client, you are talking to your client and you are telling them how you can help them. You are telling them what the result is going to be if they take your treatment. You're not going to be talking about all the different techniques you use. You're not going to be talking about the the 10 years that you, you worked at the Institute of Sport or whatever else. You're simply going to be talking about the benefit, plain and simple. Okay, so just to summarise, before you can start to get your marketing material together, you have got to identify your ideal client. Once you have identified the, the type of client that you want to work with, then you establish yourself as being a specialist in that area. And then, and only then, can you sit down and start to work out exactly how you are going to market yourself what you are going to say, what is your message, what is the primary benefit. Here's a a question to you. If you only had one word, one word that you could put onto a business card to say what you did, what would that one word be? Now, if you put massage, then rewind and go back to the start and listen to this episode again. But what about if you were an injury management specialist? How about the word injured? And then you put a question mark after it, injured. If you worked with manual lymphatic drainage, swollen, worked in pain, obviously pain, right? What are these words that you were going to use to communicate the benefit to the client? And here's another tip. It's got to trigger their emotions. It's got to be emotive because... When people are looking for a solution to a problem, they are in a different state of mind. They're not in a logical state of mind. There's no use talking to somebody who is upset, in pain, in need. There's there's no use talking to them logically. They are not going to listen. They're not going to even comprehend what you're trying to say because they are in a totally different mindset. And we'll go into that along with a lot of other marketing concepts in the Massage Marketing Mastery course. But just think that when you're using these words, they must trigger emotion. They must be emotive. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Once again, if you have any questions at all, please do not hesitate in emailing me at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. That's tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. The show notes for the show can be found at makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 004. That's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 004. And there you will find links and resources and a summary of today's show all in one place for your convenience. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and you found this podcast useful, I would really appreciate it if you could take the time and pop across to iTunes and leave a rating and review. Because your ratings and reviews help to rank the show and help make it easier for other people to find it. And the more people who can find it, the more people I can help. And so ultimately, your reviews will help other people as well. And that's always a good thing. And lastly, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. I know we live in a very, very busy world and there are so many things out there fighting for our attention. So the simple fact that you took the time to listen to this podcast, I really do truly appreciate it and I do appreciate you. I hope you're finding this information useful. I hope you are taking action and building a thriving massage business. And until next time, take care.